everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Jake. How are you? I'm good. You're in Texas. I am officially in state number three. I am in Texas. Yes. So that's exciting. Yeah. Big Texas. Yes. Um, yeah. So I've officially walked through seven states now. It's something not many people can say, I believe. Yes. No, I, I think you're right there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've been looking forward to what Oklahoma was a very big state. I mean, it's like 400 miles mm-hmm. from one side to the other. So I've been waiting a, a bit of a while to get into Texas, <laughs> to say the least. So it was nice to finally get there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So I think when we left off, there was like tornado warnings and I was kept up in a motel or in the cabin. At the campground? Yeah, the KOA. Yeah, the KOA. Um, yeah, so my wonderful friends, I made great friends at the KOA, and then the next day I walked into downtown Elk City and stayed there for a night. And then the next morning, as I was about to leave, my friend from Vegas, so a girl I worked with 10 years ago, I knew she was moving to Arkansas, but I didn't know when or anything like that. And she's like, hey, me and my mom, you know, we're leaving Amarillo. Like in an hour, so where are you at? I was like, all right, well, here. So I shared my location with her, you know, through that wonderful little iPhone thing that you can do. And was kind of just keeping her updated on where on Route 66 I was. And then as I was walking down the street, now, when I was staying at the KOA, there was this big truck called like the Catfish Camp Cafe on there. And half of the people from the KOA run that it's like a it's a food truck basically it's like a catfish food truck that they run in downtown elk city so when i was walking misty what my friend from the koa like honks at me she sees me walking down the road and i see that that food truck go by and i'm like oh i'm totally gonna see her later today you know yeah so they get probably four four miles five miles down the road i see that big old food truck and i was like yay i'm gonna go say hi like we never got a picture together so i run over and then get my picture with them and right as that happens my friend from 10 years ago pulls in she sees my cart on the side of the road and you know we had shared my location so she pulls into the catfish food truck like parking lot so it was kind of like a big party and we sat there for an hour all talking and taking pictures so it was really good to see somebody from a long time ago who was like, yeah, no, I wasn't shocked when you started doing this. You're crazy. So, you know, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> she's like, yeah, no, this is, this is there's absolutely nothing weird about this to me. She's like, you're a photographer. We were, we were wedding photographers together in Las Vegas and we're about the same age and we just had a very good time. You know, there's some crazy stories we could talk about, but we don't need to do that. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> That's what I hear. Uh, yes, but we're going to keep it that way. Um, <laughs> but 
so we kind of picked up where we left off, and she's moving to Fayetteville, Arkansas, hmm. looking forward to, you know, only for like 13 weeks. I don't know. She has a new traveling job and everything, so it was just really fun to talk to her. So then I walked into Sayre, Oklahoma, and I had set up with someone on Facebook who knew somebody who knew somebody, which is how it works, and I love it. And I had told her, she's like, yeah, I have, I have an empty house. I was like, oh, I'll just sleep on the floor. You know, like, I don't need anything. Is there pet? Like, can I use the bathroom? Like, that's really all I care about is the bathroom. Like, I don't care about any other accommodations. Like, maybe some running water, but I have water, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, it has all that. I was like, okay, great. And I was like, I don't know if I'll actually make it to downtown fair today, though. I was like, you know, I'm probably gonna be like three miles short before the sun starts to set so i'll just have my friend jesse come pick you up wherever you are around seven i was like okay so i sent her a message around that time and this guy shows up and i'm like how's it going you know see jesse we throw my cart in the back Tina jumps into the truck he literally drives us three miles down the road drops us off at this motel and i was like oh i thought i was going to our house he's like nope <laughs> i was like okay oh. and i was like this sneaky little woman, yeah. So she paid for my motel room for two nights um, at the Western Motel for because there was going to be a storm the next day too. Oh yeah, so that was very nice of her. Yeah, and this is a tiny little town of like two thousand people. And so literally, this guy Jesse, so nice, comes picks me up, drops me off, and is like, "All right, been fun, bye." <laughs> like that was it. Like that was our entire interaction was like three miles. Pick card up. Pick card up. Okay, bye. <laughs> Um, and so then the owner at the Western Motel, or yeah, the Western Motel, Charlie, so because it's such a small town and she lives there, Bridget, Bridget is the person who, uh, took me in or paid for my motel. Right. So Bridget, Bridget Gloria, she knew the guy or like her kids and his kids are all the same age. So they all play sports together and everything. So he gave her a discount when she was there paying. And I was like, oh, all right. And then he would. He said to me, she, I was, she's like, she's walking across the country, blah, 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 blah. You know, he's like, oh, okay. You know, like, that's kind of cool. When you get into Shamrock, Texas, which is where I am right now, he's like, go to the um, Route 66 in. He's like, and ask for Mike and tell him Charlie sent you, and I'll try to get you something set up over there. So that's where I am tonight, or was last night, sorry, and where I am this morning right now. And, uh, Donald and I both got half off our room. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, so back to, so I stay in the motel and did not, did work. Mm. So I had a big photo shoot that she had to do for me back home. And it's a big 40 hour project pretty much. So I did about 15 hours of the work that I need to do on it. So I've got another you know, good 25 to 30 hours of work I got to put in, but I need Wi-Fi to do the rest of it. Right. Um, and good Wi-Fi. And the Wi-Fi I had here yesterday was terrible. So I, uh, I don't know, but I just need good Wi-Fi to get this project done. And I'm going to have to take like a day and a half and just kind of like do nothing but that. Mm. Um, but that's, that's just real life catching up not catching up with me but that's real life i knew it was going to happen it's income it's business so. and i you know the girl who's dance school is a friend of mine and mm-hmm. yes so anyways so anyways 
So, yeah, did a lot of work during a rainy day. You know, sat there literally all day doing work from 8.30 in the morning until probably 12.30 at night. Um, and then got up the next day, used those wonderful social media things called Facebook again, and was like, okay, I'm going into this town, you know, and there's a little bit of like, you know, a couple people wanted to take me in when, as I was heading into Eric, Oklahoma, I was like, Oh, this tiny little town, I've got options. This is beautiful. Um, but this young woman named Anita and her husband, Mason, who have six dogs in this small apartment, they have in this two bedroom apartment, they have six dogs. It doesn't smell like dogs. So she bathes them constantly. She even bathed my dog for me. Whoa. Oh, I was there. Yes. I was like, yes. So that's actually now the second bath that other people have given my dog. So I don't know if it's because they like, she stinks when she gets there and I just can't smell it. Because <laughs> like, I know when she rolls in town anywhere and that's when I've bathed her. Yeah. Or at least like made her sit out in the rain all night and get clean. But like, um, but when we got to Eric, her and one of the other dogs were just playing in this huge puddle that's more like a lake. <laughs> hmm. and so they were covered in water and she was like yeah they both need a bath I was like you don't have to give my dog a bath like she can sleep outside and she was like no I want to I was like okay good because that's fantastic I would love for her because I'm staying in a motel tomorrow night and I didn't want to have to give her a bath <laughs> yeah so Cena smells all right right now um but anyway so I should probably talk about how I met Donald right yeah so yeah so uh talk about Donald. Uh, all right. So when I was in, I think before I got to Elk City, I think as I was actually walking to Elk City, my friend Rebecca Moser, who I stayed with in Yukon, you know, where I broke my face and the wheel fell off her car, that Rebecca, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she sent me on the cover of the Yukon newspaper, her boss had brought it in or something, and there was, um, uh, this guy on the cover walking across the country and they were having a conversation about like, like, what is, is your frontier for like religious purposes? And she's like, Nope, she's kind of agnostic. I don't know. Some people would call her atheist. And I'm like, I'm agnostic. Yeah. And, um, so she sends me a picture of the front cover. Like, have you heard of this guy? Like, da 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 da. And I was like, Nope. Okay. I was like, but when was that article? And she's like, no, it came out today. I was like, and he was in Yukon. She's like, yeah. I'm like, so he's like two days behind me. She's like, yeah, something like that. So I was like, huh, maybe I should get in touch with him, kind of joking around and everything. Like, have my come to Jesus moment, you know. And yeah. she's like. <laughs> so, so can you, so what, what did the article say? Like, what was. Oh, I didn't really read the article. I... <laughs> well, okay. Well, what was, <laughs> I mean. Um, I mean, I read. I was walking, Jake, when I got it, okay? No, I know. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I mean, they, all right, so basically, he has actually been walking around Oklahoma for two years. So two years ago... Now, I mean, me and him have had some long conversations. He was a Marine. He saw some stuff. Like, mm-hmm. he has his own PTSD to deal with. Uh, he was in Iraq. He joined after 9-11. Um, you know, he's had some hard times in his life, and two years ago, in his opinion, he was saved. And he was baptized and, you know, Jesus and God came to him and he uh, put it on his heart to make this cross. And I believe he was just walking around parts of Oklahoma like once a year. 
Mm-hmm. Like everyone, you know, so people in Oklahoma are like once a month, he'd walk like 30 miles or something. So like everybody in Oklahoma kind of knows who he is. Right. Cause that's where he's from. Um, so he told me that Christmas time ish this year, it, Jesus put it on his heart to walk across the country. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and so then I said, you know, why didn't you make a smaller cross? Why a 75 pound cross? He's like, listen, when I started doing this in smaller increments, it wasn't as big of a deal. All right, Lindsay? And I was like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> he's, and then like he has this really smaller, like an even smaller cross. It's like, I don't know, a foot long. I was like, I was going to buy you one of those and say, why don't you just bear this cross? And he's like, that's why some guy gave it to me. I was like, so we joke, you know. Yeah. But, um, so I guess that's, his, so he's not looking for salvation and like taking up the cross because that's what it says in the Bible. For him, it's more, you know, if anybody needs to hear his story or be saved or talk about Jesus and all that kind of stuff or talk about anything, uh, he's just a really cool dude. I really like him. We get along really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we laugh. We have fun. I mean, he's a Marine, so my sometimes swears don't bother him. <laughs> Oh, sure. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's heard it all, so he's fine. <laughs> um, he's not an innocent, you know, whatever. <laughs> he's, he's, he's seen it. He's seen a lot. So yeah, yeah we're good. I'm sure. <laughs> as far as my personality, he can deal with it. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, so I get that news article, which was about, you know, kind of what I just said. And I see his name at the bottom, and I said to Rebecca, like, I'm just going to try and Facebook message him. Like, we're literally two days apart from each other. So I send him a message, and he writes back, and he's like, you know, I had someone tell me I was going to meet someone else on this journey. And I was like, yeah, whatever, maybe it's maybe cool. Let's do this. So we both got into Eric last night. He so now he, he said he does take rides here and there just because, I mean, I put his pack and his cross on my back, and I thought I was going to, like, fall. Actually, he had to, so I had to sit on the ground because it's like a 75-pound pack. And then he had to pull me up and, like, help me up. And, like, when he puts his pack on, he basically has to do, like, a crunch and a huge, like, uh, oh, I forget what those things are called when you jump up. I mean, he has to put some serious effort into standing up on his own and then put the cross on. And so the cross kind of rests on his shoulders sideways and on his neck. And that's 75 pounds. So when I put his pack on, though, it didn't fit me right either. So, like, it was basically all of my, like, hamstrings were taking the weight. And I was like, oh, this is really awkward. Like, if it was on resting on my, like, my lower back, I might be able to carry this a little bit longer. And then I put the cross on. And then he was talking about getting a cart. I was like, and I tried pushing the car. I don't know how you could possibly push a car and carry the cross. I was like, I just don't. He's like, yeah, I don't know. And we're kind of talking. About it. He's like, I need to get a car. He's like, I can't carry an 80 pound pack. So, uh, oh, right. So, anyway, so we both ended up in the same town of Eric the same evening. We didn't meet that night. I got the people that I know to get us a ride, pick him up and um, drop off like five miles down the road so we could get into the next, to get into the town of Shamrock today. Mm-hmm. Um, so we met first thing in the morning. I was like, 
Oh, that's probably him, the guy with the cross. How's it going? Jump in. We had to strap the cross to the top of the um, SUV that we were in. Yeah. And then uh, we crossed the border and everything and had some really good conversations. And then so many people stopped to talk. I mean, like, I I know a lot of people don't stop to talk to me because I literally look like a woman who just had a baby, like, jogging around with a baby stroller. Because I look like a yoga instructor and I look like I'm pushing a baby. But other people stop because they're concerned that I'm walking down Route 66 with a baby. Yeah. But that's pretty much why people stop me. And then other, like, very rarely do people stop to um, talk to me about, oh, what are you doing? But, like, some people just know right off the bat. Right. You know? Mostly truck drivers because they all honk because they know. They're like, yeah, we drive down this road all the time and see you crazy people walking across the street. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, because they're constantly, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but with the cross, you know, he gets more honks. He gets more, like, some guy stopped and brought us burritos and uh, fried chicken and, like, two huge cold bottles of water. And then another woman stopped and was like, do you need any money, you know? And I just looked at him and I was like, I got to get me across, I guess. <laughs> totally kidding. <laughs> I know it's really messed up. <laughs> he was like, Lindsay. I was like, well, I'm sorry. I was just kidding. I was like, but seriously, I was like, people really, you know, like it's good. I'm like, and he tells his story and people smile and he makes their day. And I just stand there like, ah, I'm just on an adventure. <laughs> you know, I'm just out to smell the roses. Um, but yeah, so it's really, it's really cool. Like one guy even stopped and he's like Mennonite, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like. Right. That's sort of like Amish is like, kind of a branch of Mennonites, right? Yeah. Looser than Amish. But yeah. Yeah. I believe. And I don't want to be wrong. Just in case anyone's listening. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot about it. But yeah. So we have his whole family in the, the van and we're like, what is going on? And they stop. I was like, oh, someone's stopping to talk to us. He's like, yep. And the guy, he was like, hey, you know, you know, what are you walking with that cross for? And so they have this, like, kind of long conversation. And I'm just saying, man, like, this is fascinating. It was really interesting. Then uh, that guy, you know, wished us on our way and went on our way. Um, yeah. So it's, let's just say I've been very heavily in the Bible Belt, to say the least. Yeah, no. <laughs> I uh yes, yeah, Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. I mean, <laughs> I I do have to say that like <laughs> the cross is one thing, but then when you said you said he had a backpack, I was like, "Oh man, the poor guy," cuz that's one thing. Yeah. I've uh, learned from you. Yeah, and so even yes, and he hurts. Like I'm talking every so even yesterday, he's like, "Okay, like I'm walking twice as fast as I usually walk." And he goes, "And how much slower are you going?" And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, like I'm taking a lot of pictures today because like I would stop and like take all these pictures and he would just keep walking. And then I'd kind of meet up with him, you know, like I'd kind of catch up to him kind of thing. Sure. And then he could take some breaks too. Cause I mean, that thing he was telling me, it's like, if you're at the gym, like working out when that burn starts to come in, how it feels all day. I was like, Oh, Oh no, thank you. Um, but I took, so stupidly, like we're walking, we probably went four miles. And then I kind of look at him and I was like, wait a minute, why don't I put your pack on top of my cart? Like I can push, 
bag. He's like, you probably can't take the whole thing, but you can take the smaller bag. I was like, yeah. So we put that on top of my cart. That was probably 35 pounds off of his back, I want to guess. Mm-hmm. So he was still carrying another 40 pounds plus the cross. But I was like, yeah, like, let's get some weight off of you here, you know? So I was able to carry that. And then Cena starts limping. And I was like, oh, and she had been limping after we had an 18 mile day. And then we had a day off in the motel. Mm-hmm. That day that we had off at the motel, when she woke up in the morning, she started limping. And I was like, that. And I checked her paws and I put that stuff all over her paws that someone gave me. And I was like, so that makes me think it might be like a ligament or just something sore. And it's not her actual pads. It's like something in her foot. Mm -hmm. There's no swelling or anything. So yesterday when she started limping, so I have his pack on top of my cart. I just picked her up and put her on top of the cart. And I think there's some pictures of, there's a couple of pictures on Facebook of her just chilling on top of the cart. So we probably did five miles. But yeah, so we found a way to get Cena to have the easy ride. So I had about an extra 80 pounds on top of my cart yesterday, which was fine. It was a little harder uphill and I'm a tiny bit more sore this morning, but not a big deal. That's what I have to do. So, um, I mean, when I was carrying her I and his, his pack, I had 80 pounds extra on top of my cart. Yeah. So about 200 pounds. Which I think the cart's only supposed to handle about a hundred, hundred and ten pounds. Mm-hmm. But that that cart is like I'm gonna have to get either a new one or that one needs to get fixed soon. Luckily, I have the one year warranty with it. <laughs> they didn't know what they were getting into with that warranty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just have probably when I get to Amarillo, I'm gonna have to find and deal with all of that. I don't know. Oh, it's it's anyways. What it's uh it's showing the wear. Oh yeah. It's yeah. It's in good shape in some parts and then I mean like the the linen on the bottoms is about to come out, which means that I wouldn't be able to really hold anything. Mm. So that would become useless. Especially too because it's like because I'm going over these curbs and like these sidewalks are terrible. I don't know how handicapped people could deal with it because it's like they don't have this nice ramp that goes up to sidewalks around here. It's like a curb. So it's like, that's great that you have a sidewalk, but like, how does this person get onto the sidewalk if they have a wheelchair? Yeah. Like, give me a break. This makes no sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to kind of lift it. And the linen, because of just the way the cart is built, it hangs really low. My other cart was much higher up. And this one, the bottom of the cart is very low. Um, so, I mean, I think that helps with shock and like that kind of stuff. But as far as, it kind of rubbing up against things. Yeah. So the linen is starting to come undone. I gotcha. So, I mean, these are flaws that I would love to talk to the company about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could literally build the best cart <laughs> when I get done with this journey. I could go to a few companies and be like, this is what you need to do different. This is what you need to do different. Now let's make the best cart possible. Yeah. That reminds me, like, for some reason, one of the questions that a lot of people have asked me when I tell them about your trip is how many pairs of shoes has she gone through? All right. So I've thrown one pair of shoes to the tree. Right. I have two newer pairs of shoes, but I hung on to my first pair of shoes because I don't know why, but I just did. Mm. And they were, like, more worn in. 
And I'm glad that I hung on through because I had a massive blue lump off the side of my left foot. Uh, still not sure what it is. Sometimes it's very painful, especially to like the touch. Um, but I can't put either of my new shoes on it because they're still too tight. They aren't worn in enough. Mm. I'm talking it's like a half an inch to an inch lump uh. swelling off the side of my foot. Yeah. And this has been since Oklahoma City. Um, so I can't wear anything but that blue shoe on my left foot because of the swelling. So until that lump goes away, <laughs> I'm glad I still have that shoe, but there's no tread, <laughs> but it, it fits my lump. So that, that works. Um, but then the shoe on my right foot is brand new. So I would say probably, and then I've totally worn out a pair of boots, but I need to get new ones. So I only wear those for like comfort slip on slip off now, but they have no tread left. I would say I've gone through about, could throw away three pairs of shoes. Hmm. One, two. I can totally throw two more away right now. Yeah. Yep. So three, I'll say three pair. Three pair, yeah. I have worn down and abused three pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. 100%. Are you going to see a doctor in Amarillo? Not to be. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, there's not much that they can do about it. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I'll just leave this in here. And then if your mother wants to text you about this, she is totally welcome to do so. I mean, I talked to my, I sent a picture to my doctor back home oh, okay. and he said, oh, that looks like a traumatic foot. And, Cause I was like, is this a bunion? He's like, those are typically on the other side of your foot. Hmm. And do you have like, did you have a bunion on it? I was like, no. He's like, so this lump just showed up one day. I was like, yes. Yeah. He's like, no, you have a traumatic foot injury. I was like, okay. What does that mean? He's like, I don't know, Lindsay. You sent me a picture of a lump, <laughs> like a purple lump off the side of your foot. I'm not there, and I don't have an x-ray machine, and I'm not touching your foot. I was like, true. And he's like, well, like, how's the pain? I'm like, sometimes it hurts when I'm walking. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes if I touch it, it hurts. Sometimes it doesn't. It really depends where I touch it and that day of walking. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, you need to go. He's like, maybe you should go. If it keeps hurting, go get an x-ray. I was like, all right, well, it's fine right now, so <laughs> I'm fine. We'll figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I mean, my muscles bother me more sometimes than my, like, the cyst in my Achilles bothers me more than that lump sometimes. It's just a shoe issue, but other than that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I've been an athlete my whole life. This is how I roll. All right. All right. My all mother right. knows that. My mother knows that about me. No, she certainly <laughs> does. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Okay. Uh. So. I, where were we? Uh. So yeah. We, it's pretty much me and Donald's day yesterday, and then. Yeah. So even last night we were at dinner, and I was like, so I don't know if you want to walk together again tomorrow, or like what you want to do, or you know what you your plans are. He's like, I can't keep up with you. He's like, uh. I can do this for like one more day and that is it. I was like, I completely understand. And he's like, and you probably want to move a little faster. I was like, okay, like, hey, we got to where I want, like was wanting to go. He's like, we just have different styles. I was like, we do. I was like, I believe in being pampered and you love sleeping outside. It's cool. <laughs> uh, so, so, cause he's like, 
when we go to that gas station area, there's this like completely abandoned gas station area with like five buildings. I, we looked at each other. I was like, dude, this is a perfect place to set up camp, you know? Mm-hmm. So we were four miles from town where I knew that we had a motel. And I knew that if we got those four miles, we'd be that much closer to the next town kind of thing. Like I plan all of my routes out between 15 and 18 to 20 miles, because that's typically how far it is between every town. Right. Um, that I, as I've been walking, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, no, I totally understand. He's like, but I sometimes will do 10 miles, sometimes 14 miles. He's like, I, he's like, you know, that's pretty much 15 miles is like pushing it for him, you know? And I was like, dude, sometimes I do 14, sometimes I do 19. You know, I did 19 the other day and I did, you know, 15 yesterday. And he's like, yeah, 15 is a big day for me. He's like, I'm going to be hurting tomorrow. He's like, I can't, it can't keep this pace up. Yeah. I was like, no, that's cool. Like, it's been awesome to meet each other and like have this experience, you know, and we're going to walk today. And then I'm not sure because I know we're supposed to get some weather. So I think me and him are actually going to get caught out camping halfway to the next town tonight i think we're only going to get 10 or 11 miles and then the next day have to do 10 or 11 miles and then go our separate ways so but i even said to him i would like to kind of if so if we only get 11 miles today and we have to camp out which i think we should do and have to do um i want him to like pick the spot and really show me his how he does it because i really only self-camped one time right <laughs> and everybody's like like what my friend logan that i talked to he called me he called me the other day he is having a hard time i'm talking like sandstorm oh yeah he got food poisoning the wind the mountains he's got 28 degree weather that he's walking in sleeping in 20 degree weather like he's miserable and he called me and i think he called me because he's just like you can get really lonely out here, Lindsay. Like, I'm just, I'm just giving you, like, I hope you meditate. Like, I'm like, no, don't do any of that stuff. I guess those Bibles I've got, I'm going to have to start reading. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I've got a couple books and everything. I've got Audible, so I can listen to book on tape. And uh, he's just like, it's just a lot of nothing. And I had a, he was just really kind of you know, at his wit's end and uh, poor guy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's walking through a little too early for where he's walking through, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, if he was like a little bit more on my path, I feel like it might be warmer for him. And cause this is tornado thunderstorm season for this, for where I am for Oklahoma panhandle area. This is like their winter, not like there's supposed to be snow in the panhandle, like 50 miles north of me tonight. Wow. Yeah. So this is like really their weird weather time of year is March and April. So I feel like for Logan, he's hitting these like mountainous areas and really bad wind and and rainstorms a little too early. That's all. Gotcha. Um, So I think he's going to have it a little harder than me. Because uh, I am the pampered hiker, as we all know. But and I told him, since you're gonna get home sooner than me, why don't you come back and be my car support to the desert? Because you don't understand how I feel. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever, we'll see. Um, but anyways, so I know I'm gonna have to be doing a lot of sleeping outside, and I'm okay with sleeping outside. I love campgrounds, though. It's, I think my biggest issue is I just like to have a bathroom. You know, I'm a girl, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. It doesn't seem too much. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I'll take a porta potty. It does seem like a nice luxury. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. And I don't like feeling like I'm on private property and somebody might shoot me. I just I think that's my other concern <laughs> is like getting arrested. But aside from those two things, and like rattlesnakes, I don't know, I'm terrified. I don't want to like put my tent down. All of a sudden, I wake up and I'm like surrounded by rattlesnakes. For some reason, I have a very big fear of these poisonous snakes that are all around me. But uh, can't imagine why. I, yeah, I, everybody's like, "Are you scared of people?" I'm like, "No, I'm scared of poisonous snakes." Like, I don't know how else to explain this to you. <laughs> like that fear is much deeper to me than anything else. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, okay." Like humans are fine. Humans. I mean, humans can be like snakes too, but poisonous snakes, they just, they just bite you and like, that's it. I could be in the middle of nowhere and just die. Like, that terrifies me. There's no fight there, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's just a quick... Anyway, so did my first like live feed Facebook yesterday. It was terrible. I realized I was, my nose was running the whole time. I was oh. like, oh man... Hey everybody, uh, about to cross the Texas state line, state number eight, and I've got a new companion with me. This is Donald. We met up this morning to cross into Texas together and do some walking. (laughs) And I was like, it was like moving around so much. I was like, all right, I'm going to have to get better at doing these. Uh, But my mom was like, it was so nice to see you live. So I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm going to have to keep doing this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you could just tell people that you don't have uh, coverage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of fun too because, like, I wanted to do that because it was like, oh, you know, why haven't I done like live feed when I cross the border? You know, I've done like ones of Cena and like waterfalls and stuff, but I was like, you know, it's kind of cool crossing a border with people who've been following along the journey mm-hmm. to let them be a part of it. So. Because everyone's supporting me, you know? Yeah, I enjoyed seeing you guys. You do it. Yeah, and it's kind of cool to see people joining in and be like, oh, hey, guys, you know? <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Um, and I, I did it because my friend Logan does it like three times a day, which don't expect that. You might get like a couple <laughs> of weeks for me. But I was like, like I joined in on one, like on a couple of his, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, like talking to him while he's walking. I was like, you know, this would probably be fun for other people if I'm enjoying doing it to him, you know? Yeah. So that's really why I started doing it. So we'll try it a little bit more. Cool. So Cena, Cena's laying on the bed next to me right now. Like, do we have to walk today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just giving me that eye. Like, I know you're packing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much, pretty much the week, but yeah, I mean, sometimes I miss things. Sometimes I don't. I mean, yeah. Meet some cool people on the side of the road. Like, wow, this woman, Gloria, who stopped me on the side of the road and started talking to me. Cause she was just like new that I was up to some, like walking across the country and some people just talk to you cause they know and. She's like, here's my phone number. If you need anything between here and Amarillo, you know, and I've never used anybody's phone to be like, Hey, you know, weather, can I have help? But it's nice to have that. You never know. You might break your leg somewhere. And that's when it's like, yeah, no, I, I need someone to take me in and get me to a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's really nice to have those, um, abilities or the, the offer from people. I'm glad I haven't had to take anyone up on it yet, you know? But yeah, I think that's about it. I gotta start packing and getting all my stuff together so I can get out of here by 9.30. 
So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA.